You don't need to be there for every person. You're the only constant being that will be around for your entire life. You need to make yourself a priority and start taking care of yourself. Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of the Bloom From Within podcast, where we talk about all things of balance and intentional living. I'm your host, Renee, and today we are going to be diving deep into the feelings of overwhelm and how the art of finding balance can really help us alleviate some of those feelings. But before we get into it, just a quick little life update. In some of my previous episodes, I mentioned about how I was going to be moving and I have moved already. And so now I'm in this new location. I feel like this room is a little echoey. So I'm just going to be testing this episode out to see how the sound sounds. So bear with me if it sounds a little bit different. It's a learning process. There's a curve here, but it's totally fine. We'll figure it out. So just diving right into the content. First, I really want to acknowledge like the prevalence of overwhelm in this like society that we live in today. Feelings of overwhelm can come from so many different aspects of our lives, from work demands to personal commitments, from family pressures to feelings of uncertainty. It's really easy to feel like we're drowning. And when you feel overwhelmed, you may be overcome by emotions because something feels too stressful to handle or too hard to handle. Most of the time, feelings of overwhelm can be met with a physical reaction from our bodies, kind of like hindering your ability to think clearly and plan how you should be handling that particular situation. I mean, like how many times have you had a mountain of tasks in front of you and you think that you can't handle them, so you don't work on any of them? Then since you don't work on any of them, the feelings of overwhelm just intensify because now you're behind and not getting anything done. Like, yeah, I've, I've been there too. From my own personal experiences, my past feelings of overwhelm have also been caused by not feeling like I had control over all of the different areas of my life and the direction that my life was headed. Like life was passing me by, I was not actively making decisions and being the main character of my own life. If I could put a visual on it, it reminds me of the game The Sims. I played that game all the time when I was a child. I owned every version and all of the expansion packs. The pets one was my favorite. (laughs) But what I remember is that if you didn't assign a command to your sim, they would sometimes just stand there in the same spot waiting. And while they waited, they did this little faint, little like sway. And as they're standing there swaying, the time is still going by. And it's it's almost like they're in a daze. And what I have learned over the past couple of years is that you certainly do not ever need to know exactly where you're headed. The common phrase like life is a journey, that is so true. Life is meant to be a continuous state of learning, learning about yourself, your likes, your dislikes, passions, strengths, and those are ever-changing as well. But if you are not actively at least trying to learn and trying to grow, like no matter what that looks like to you, then that in itself can be overwhelming. In today's world, social media contributes to our feelings of overwhelm. There is so much beauty in social media and the fact that we can be connected to different people at all points of the day and build connections with people whom we may never see day to day. We can also use social media as a resource for learning, but where social media can get a little toxic is when we start to use social media as a comparison for our own lives or as a crutch to avoid our own lives. Through that comparison game, it can make you feel worse about yourself and where you are on your own journey. 
For example, if you're somebody who wants to begin exercising, you might follow a bunch of fitness influencers on social media to help quote unquote motivate you. And that has good intentions, but there is a high likelihood that you might end up comparing yourself to them and push to be like them when you are two completely different people on two completely different journeys. You might be on week one and they may be on year five. You are not going to look like them. You're not going to deadlift like them. You're not going to eat the exact same meal plan that they eat, but you will still try to. And when you notice that you can't keep up with that lifestyle that they are portraying, like what happens? You start to feel bad about yourself and you start to feel overwhelmed again because oh, here I am again, unable to accomplish or stick to something. And then you beat yourself up for it. And it's not just social media. It happens in all aspects of our lives. So just like a few quick examples, um, I don't know, like work, like your boss wants you to take on an extra project. And now you have trouble balancing work with your personal life leading to overwhelm family. Family expects you to uphold traditions and responsibilities just because you are family. And now you feel unaligned with who you truly are leading to overwhelm. Um, in your romantic life, people keep asking you why you're single. And now you feel like you're behind in life leading to overwhelm or friends. Their friends keep making plans about you. And now you feel lonely leading to overwhelm. So how do we get away from these feelings of overwhelm and actually achieve the life that we want? One word balance. So think of balance as harmony. It's a strategy and a method that you can use to help synergize your life and make sure that you are doing the things that you want to do as well as the things that you must do. But most importantly, balance really allows you to ensure that you are living a life that is true to you, true to your wants, your desires, and your values. When you live a life that is true to yourself, everything from the tasks to the responsibilities, it, it becomes so much easier to maintain. More specifically in the wellness space, when balance is being taught, typically it's around the areas of nutrition, sleep, movement, um, mental and emotional well-being, and recovery and regeneration. Those are the areas that we focus on. Now, however each one is weighted is going to be different from person to person. There is also no pressure for anyone to focus on the same amount of energy onto each component equally. It, It really is whatever is best for you and whatever feels natural and intuitive for you. That is what ends up being the most sustainable is when our actions align with who we are. When you have that alignment, you are naturally going to be, again, like living a life true to yourself, but you are not going to feel as disconnected and overwhelmed. And ultimately you will have a higher quality of life. So if you're somebody who has wanted to live a more well-balanced life, but don't know where to start, I'm going to give you four steps that you can follow. If you follow these steps, I'm very confident that you will be able to introduce more balance into your life and overall feel less overwhelmed by everything that you're doing. So step number one is getting clear on what is important to you. So sometimes we get so stuck and caught up in what we feel that we should be doing that we don't actually end up making time for what we want to do. The first step in achieving balance is really understanding what actions should be in your life. This takes a lot of awareness and a lot of presence, but if you just observe your own life and how different things you are doing are making you feel, then you will be able to uncover the answers very easily. For example, if I have a commitment to a particular fitness class, but every time it's time for me to leave for the class, I am overcome with feelings of dread and overwhelm. That is a sign that your body is telling you that you aren't aligned with that class. Years ago, when I started making changes in my own life, 
I one day just on a whim went on a walk outside. It felt so good after. I felt very clear-minded, very at ease, physically recharged. I told myself like, wow, I want to feel like this as often as I can. And that is when I realized that walking is aligned with me and I should be incorporating that more often into my life. So if you're someone listening who's thinking, well, Renee, I don't know what I want. Thinking about this right now is overwhelming me because I feel so disconnected from myself. And that is okay. You don't need to figure all of this out in one day. What I want you to do is to simply start by being aware of what is going on around you and what you are doing. How are those things making you feel? The next time you feel anxious, open up the note app in your phone and write down what you were doing that made you feel that way. The same thing for happy feelings. Once you feel it, write down what you were doing. Really just be present and aware of what is going on in your life. Like get clear on what you actually want and what is important to you. And then once you do that, you can move on to the next step, which is simplify your life. So essentially we just gathered information about what is important to us and what makes us feel good. So now we are going to clear our schedules and create more time in our life so that we can perform more of what we love. Think of an overpack schedule as mental clutter or similar to like physical clutter that we may have in our homes. Me personally, I thrive in a home environment that has less things. Just having what I need makes it more functional, more pleasing to look at and much easier to keep clean. The same goes for mental clutter or too much going on in our brains. Letting stuff go out of our minds will allow us to function much better and alleviate us from a lot of feelings of overwhelm. So looking at everything that you do habitually, the items that are no longer aligned with what is important to you, just stop doing them. Now there's going to be like one or two things that you'll still have to do, like go to work. (laughs) Um, You still need to make money to survive. But if you aren't aligned with your job, you hate your job, maybe it's time to start finding a new one. Just don't quit tomorrow because like I said, you need to make money. I don't want to hear you say, oh, I quit my job because you told me to. No, make money. (laughs) But activities like scrolling on social media, different errands that you do, what can you eliminate? Remember that we are simplifying so that we can have more time available to us. I'll use myself as an example. I hate grocery shopping, especially with the baby. It literally stresses me out so much. He will just try to reach for everything. It's always busy. I I would love to avoid it any opportunity that I can. So now what I do, I pay for a delivery service to shop for my groceries and deliver them to me. I now get that one hour to two hours back each week. And it's one less thing that I am not stressing about. All right. So now we're clear on what's important to us. We have simplified our life and made space for new things. So now we need to intentionally schedule them into our days. So step number three is to schedule what you love to do. If you don't have a set day and a set time when you should be doing something, let's be real. You are not going to do it. If you wait on when you feel inclined to do something or wait until it's the right time or wait until when you feel motivated, you most likely will not do it. Dedicating time to what is important to you will also make it easier for you to turn that task into a habitual routine, which is much, much more sustainable. When you dedicate time, I want you to also make sure that you are scheduling it in blocks of time that is actually achievable for you. So back to my gym example, if I am somebody who wants to add gym time to my schedule, adding the gym five days a week right off the bat when I currently go zero days a week is not realistic or achievable. So maybe when I schedule gym time, I only schedule it for one day for 30 minutes. That's it. 
Then the next week, again, I'm going to go back one day for only 30 minutes. Those little bits of successful action are going to make you feel pretty damn good about yourself and that you're showing up for yourself. Your confidence is going to increase. You're going to be doing what you love. And in the long term, it is not going to feel overwhelming. So after a few weeks of going one day a week, the gym enthusiast may say like, wow, this is really awesome. I'm really sticking to this. Let me increase my frequency. Then the next week, they may add a second day or they may increase that one day to a 60 minute session. And from there, they eventually build up to that five day a week goal. And the last step we're going to talk about today, and it's going to be really quick, is just a reminder, essentially, just to say no to people, have boundaries. By learning to say no, we are making ourselves a priority. You don't need to be at every event. You don't need to work on every single project. You don't need to be there for every person. You're the only constant being that will be around for your entire life. You need to make yourself a priority and start taking care of yourself. Once you do that, you will see that you are able to show up better in other situations if you choose to. So that is all that I have for you guys for today. As we wrap up today's episode, remember that decreasing feelings of overwhelm and finding balance, it's an ongoing process. It's about progress, not perfection. I hope these insights and strategies equip you to navigate overwhelm and lead to a more balanced, fulfilling life. And as always, the normal plugs, if you liked anything that you heard in today's episode, please pass it along to a friend who might benefit from it. Take a screenshot. Let me know that you listened. Post it on your social media accounts. I'd love to see the podcast grow and you guys are all a big part of that and getting the word out to everybody out there. So I hope you guys have a fabulous day and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.